The Academy Awards go full racist. Mr. Reagan. All right, so the Academy Awards have put out a new guidance for filmmakers, Hollywood types, and they've said that your film cannot win the Best Picture Award unless you include lots of black people and crippled people and gay people and women. You gotta include women. Now, this is, of course, totally racist. Now, you might say, well, no, they're just trying to, they're just trying to be inclusive. They're trying to include people who are marginalized. Okay, that might be true if the people you're talking about were, in fact, marginalized, uh, and if there were sort of like the vast majority of people were excluded from this and you were including like one very specific group, but you're not really, right? You're including every single group except straight white men. Straight white men are the only group. If you, if you tally up all the groups here, straight white men is essentially the only group that, that is excluded from these ridiculous new requirements. Now, you know, th- this was actually done, uh, the foundation for this was set a couple of years back when the BAFTAs implemented this kind of requirement. BAFTAs are the British version of the Oscars. The British like to be even more progressive than leftist Hollywood because they want to virtue signal even harder. But this, of course, begs the question, what about historical dramas, okay? So if you want to set a film in the Middle Ages in Germany or in England or something like that, you've got to include a bunch of black people? How does that work? You've got to include a bunch of gay people? If I'm going to tell the story of Robin Hood, I don't want to put a bunch of gay people in it. I don't want to put a, put a bunch of black people in it. That'd be ahistorical. That w- it wouldn't make any sense. Uh, first of all, I don't even care about the Oscars. The Oscars have been crap pretty much since Braveheart won. Ever since then, I don't remember ever thinking, oh yeah, yeah, this should have won Best Picture. It's just basically virtue signaling nonsense. And if it's not virtue signaling about race or homosexual stuff, it's virtue signaling about like, look how erudite, look how sophisticated we are by picking this obscure film that no one would like uh, ever. Uh, those kinds of films sometimes win as well. Now here's the problem, here's the, here's the biggest problem I think with this, these, these new requirements. It's not like black people aren't working in Hollywood. It's not like gay people aren't working in Hollywood. It's the weirdest thing. We've got to represent more gay people. We've got to represent more black people, more women. All I see in movies and television are black people, women, and gays. I don't even watch scripted TV anymore. I don't even, I barely watch movies anymore. If you watch this new Bill and Ted movie, Bill and Ted Save the World or whatever it is, Bill and Ted have always, the story has always been since the first film that they're, they write a song, it's an amazing song, and it ends up bringing the world together, essentially saving the world through music. It's sort of like, you know, it's a silly movie, but it's a lot of fun. I remember it fondly from my childhood. They made this new movie where they have a pair of daughters, and Bill and Ted essentially go around the movie. I'm going to ruin it for you. Bill and Ted go around the movie basically as a couple of doofuses, screwing everything up. Meanwhile, their daughters take a time machine around history, collect a bunch of musicians for history to, to rebuild their epic band, whom, by the way, are all like bl- black people, women, a female, like Chinese woman that no one's ever heard of, and, uh, and Mozart. Mozart's the only guy. But anyway, four black guys, a Chinese woman, and Mozart together to form their band because those are the best musicians in history. There's no way that straight white men could have constituted the vast majority of great musicians in history. So they get this band together, and then Bill and Ted are supposed to write the best song ever in history, but they can't do it. So they realize, actually, we were never supposed to do it. You know who's supposed to do it? Our brilliant daughters. 
So then they completely redo the film to be this sort of like feminist, you know, champion feminist Mary Sue BS movie. And they've been doing this with like every single movie. The Ghostbusters remake did this, uh, like everything. And if you watch any advertising, just just turn on the TV and watch ads. I would say at least 80% of ads primarily feature black people, if not completely feature black. It's like all you ever see. You see black people, you occasionally see gay men snuggling on the couch, uh, just sprinkled in there. In fact, let's go through a little montage. I'm just going to play a bunch of ads that come on randomly on the TV. I'm just going to put the TV on right now. I'll record some ads and let's count up how many black people or women or gays or people of some other kind of ethnicity appear on the screen, and how many straight white men appear on the screen. It's kind of unbelievable at this point. But you're a queen, and that's just as powerful. Rocket Camp. Start your day with Secret. Secret stops sweat three times more than ordinary anti The new razor from Harry's is not the same. Harry's, not the same. Proving that there is no challenge that can hold back a fighting spirit. Proves that it doesn't matter where you come from. It matters what you're made of. Modelo. Stop wasting time and let Truebill do the work for you. You're better at haircuts. This year, we're all finding new ways to learn at home. Learn how to budget. Learn how to save. Learn how to spend wisely. Want to know how to save time, money, and perfectly good food from going to waste? It's called Imperfect Food. Strange time in our lives. Caught very quiet altered with the people who matter most sometimes finding how far apart we drifted we worried over loved ones because when the world seems like it's standing still that's the perfect time for us to change it facing leaks takes strength so here's to the strong because your strength is supported by our with bonfire you can easily fundraise by selling custom shirts online you can still make a difference Fundraise with custom shirts today. Disposables, it's over. You're never there for me. You're awful in bed. Because you the queen, everyone goes slate in your old navy jeans. I'm Alfonso, and there's more to me than HIV. There's my career, my cause, my choir. So much goes into who I am. HIV medicine is one part of it. Okay, so we sat through that. We had a nice look at what they're doing with advertising today. And straight white men are getting shafted. The, the, the ad that is, I think the most egregious, this, and it pretty much sums up what they've been doing in Hollywood recently, is this ad from, you know what, I don't even remember what this ad is from. It's, it's, anyway, let's just play the ad. It's amazing to see him in the wild like this. For those who were born to ride, there's progressive. All right, so you notice that there is a white man in the ad and there is a black man in the ad. Now, the white man is obviously just a man, but the black man is like a centaur. Uh, but nevertheless, it's a black guy. And <laughs> the, the white guy, they're obviously friends. The white guy says something not rude, not, not inappropriate, but, you know, just interrupts this guy while he's kind of focused on this thing that's important to him. The guy doesn't say, you know, hey, could you just um, give me a second? I want to see, see this. He's not polite about it. He just... Quiet. And the guy, and this meek white guy is like, okay, okay, yes. I need to sh- just be quiet and let the black person be the boss of me right now. And that, that I feel like is the entire position of the left. It's, it's like white people need to shut up, know their place, 
because a black person is speaking. You know, giving light to black stories and black voices. Well, I, first off, what I really think is that it's a good time for me to kind of shut up and listen. I'm a white woman. I don't get it. And I am listening because that's my job. And my job is to shut other white people down when they want to interrupt. My job is to shut other white people down when they want to say, oh, no, I'm not prejudiced. What role do you think white people have to play in pursuing racial justice? I think white people need to listen. Unbelievable. But just the sheer number, the sheer number of black people in advertising today or other ethnic minorities you would, you could think, I mean, if you didn't know anything about America, you could just, and you just watched TV ads and that's all you saw, TV ads from 2020, you would probably think that white people were an ethnic minority in the United States of America. We're something like 60 some percent of the population, but in advertising, I think we make up, especially straight white men probably make up a good 10% of the characters on television. It's ridiculous. And and the characters that they do portray in advertising that, that are men, and, and in movies today, and in TV shows, if you're a straight white man, or you're playing the character of a straight white man in any of these kinds of formats, you will almost inevitably be a, a complete idiot, a complete doofus, like comic relief or something, or you will be the villain, you'll be the antagonist, you'll be some evil, you know, creepy old banker or something like that. I mean, essentially, the media have become fully racist. I have a friend who is a director. I've mentioned this before on, on this show. I have a friend who's a director, and he's a pretty successful director. He's worked with very, very big names. Uh, he's a movie director. And he, was, he essentially had to leave Hollywood because his, he wasn't getting work. And he asked his manager, why am I not getting work? And his manager said, and this is, this is a completely true story. The, the guy said, you, you can get work if you come out as gender non-binary or bisexual. You don't actually have to be with any guys, you just have to say you're bisexual and they'll hire you. But if, if they believe that you're just a straight white man, they, they have a policy now in Hollywood, they will not hire you. Now, something that I heard that they are doing is they will hire very good directors, like directors they know are solid directors, directors have been working for many years in Hollywood, and they'll have this person sign a non-disclosure agreement and sign a contract that says, I'll direct this film but the credit will go to a woman or the credit will go to this black person or something like that. And they'll bring somebody in with very little experience and that person will direct the film. And I think this might be what happened with the Wonder Woman film, although I don't know for sure. Um, but they're doing this with scripts and they're doing this with directing. So they'll bring in men to fix the scripts up or to write the scripts and then they'll put a woman's name on it. Or they'll bring in a white guy to direct a film and then they'll put uh, like a black person's name on as a directing credit. And they keep doing this um, w with various projects in Hollywood right now, it, just in order for the rep, you know, to, you know, to virtue signal, to show that they've got this representation. Um, it, it's, it's, to me, it just goes to show how much privilege people have, really, as a woman or as a, a black person. I mean, being a straight white man now, especially in like a leftist area of the country, I mean, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. We're like Jews in Nazi Germany, right? We're not being executed, but we are being discriminated against at such, you know, at such a high degree, so, so significantly, that it, it is like we are being persecuted. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And, so, and I think some leftists would execute us if they could. 
Now, the universities are being even crazier right now. This, this is from a university, the University of Chicago's English Literature Graduate Program. This is their admissions department. And they have said, this is a statement from them. You can go to their website and look at this. They write, we are committed to the struggle of black and indigenous people and all racialized and dispossessed people against inequality and brutality. And they write, for the 2020-2021 graduate admission cycle, and this is the terrible bit, the University of Chicago English Department is accepting only applicants interested in working in and with black studies. So they're not having any more English literature that isn't black English literature. And it's like, okay, you know, before the 20th century, there is very little black English literature. I mean, relatively speaking, it's like 99% white people English literature before the 20th century. I mean, this is just pure racism. English literature from the English people. In the 20th century, we fought to abolish racism in America. Now the pendulum is swinging way too far the other way. And we find that we are once again, an utterly racist nation, but this time we're racist against white people. And and I've also said this in many videos, but I'm gonna say this again. The problem black Americans have, the reason that they're disproportionately poor, the reason that they commit so much crime, it's not that they're oppressed, it's that they are racist against white people. Remove that racism, remove the racism from the black communities against white people, change black culture to not be racist, but instead to facilitate the integration of black people more easily into American society more generally. In other words, to encourage educational excellence, to encourage black kids to speak proper English, to discourage black kids from dressing like thugs, and to have respect for other people generally, but especially white people whose culture, civilization, and technological achievements they have benefited from immensely. Instead of encouraging arrogance, hatred, and resentment, encourage gratitude, humility, and respect. Instead of teaching black kids to hate white people, teach them to respect everyone. Instead of telling black kids that they should feel entitled because their ancestors were victimized, teach them that everyone's ancestors were victimized and that great people work hard for what they have and rise above the status they were born into. At the end of the day, artists should be free to produce whatever they want. If a film has an all-black cast, awesome. An all-gay cast, fabulous. An all-female cast, amazing. An all-straight white male cast, brilliant. In fact, I kind of want to make a hugely successful movie just like this with all-straight white men just to piss off Hollywood. If anybody wants to produce this with me, feel free to email me. Well, that's it for me. And remember, it's not that our liberal friends are ignorant. It's just that they know so much that is not so. Good night. I am eternally optimistic. And I happen to believe that we've made great progress from the days when I was young and when this country didn't even know it had a racial problem. I know those things can grow out of despair in an inner city, uh, when there's hopelessness at, at home, lack of work and so forth.